Welcome to Cunty Life and Biz Realness, the uncensored show that explores how to live your truest life, what tries to get in the way, and how to grow your business as a result. I know you want to be more courageous, unapologetic, notable, transcendent, and authentically you, and you're in the right place, babe. I'm your host who's the most, Naomi, CEO and head life and biz authenticity coach at Cunty Coaching. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cunty Realness. Today, it is a fiery topic. It's gonna ruffle some feathers. And I'm so here for it. I'm so excited. So let's fucking go. Today's topic is the cunty decision to actually talk to and listen to your customers and be willing to get uncomfortable. So I'm going to start off by saying that we all get into business because we want to make a difference for people. And I see you and I'm guilty of this too sometimes. There's always times where we feel nervous or we fear rejection, right? Human beings are wired to fear rejection, right? We are social creatures. We want to be loved and belong. And so rejection flies in the face of that. So I see you. I love you. And also I'm going to give you a little bit of cunty love and fieriness today because we need to get ourselves out there more. We need to talk to our people more and listen and get creative and get cunty and get uncomfortable. So first and foremost, I want to share some case studies and I'm not going to share any names because I didn't get permission from each person to specifically share their story with their name attached. So I'm just going to share them anonymously. And I think there's so much to learn from these. And also just to feel that sense of like, oh yeah, okay, I'm not alone. This happens to everyone and let's learn from it together. Okay. So the first story, this person, it was a tough season in their life and they had just come off of a really great sales quarter and they were excited to bring on a business coach to continue that momentum, right? And to go full force into the next quarter and bolster their sales even further and keep it going. However, due to other factors as well, right? So like not only was the business starting to slow down, which can affect us, but also other factors like the change of season and moving, a bunch of factors kind of coming together and that person ended up slipping into a like a bit of a seasonal depression, a bit of a, a depressive period, but had already booked the coach to come on, right? And so right there, it puts them in a tough position, right? Because when we're in a depression, I struggle with depression myself. Like I don't struggle with it. I deal with it, right? Like, so sometimes it feels like more of a struggle. Other times it doesn't. I just deal with it. I live with it. I deal with it. And so when we are in a season of that, it's not very easy <laughs> to bring on a new 
stimulus, like a coach. Uh, it's not easy to put our feet on the gas pedal, right? It can be way more challenging. So right away, there's that like that tension, right? And also they had invested a pretty penny in this coach. So there's that feeling of obligation. When we invest in ourselves, we want to do the thing. That's typically how it goes because we have something on the line, right? So that was the situation. And lo and behold, no surprise here, she felt like she couldn't fully participate and engage and do the program that she had signed on for any justice. And so it became a vicious cycle, right? And it became, from what I could understand, it became really cyclical, right? So she'd feel bad that she wasn't engaging in the program. So she would try to to do the program justice. And then she'd feel bad that she was like pushing herself and her depression would spike up and it would slow her down. And then again, she'd feel bad that she wasn't doing full justice in the program. It kept festering like that. At this point, right, like as a coach, we need to pay attention. I don't care how big our businesses are. And I think this is part of the problem, right? Because as our businesses scale, as we work with more people, we can sometimes lose touch with people, right? As we're trying to keep the thing growing and keep the thing running and we are not as much in the day-to-day operations and customer service, we are more like managing the business as a CEO. So I think it it happens, right? And so this is just a reminder for us as we as we grow and scale to put a lot of emphasis on checking in with our customers. And I think a lot of businesses can stand to do a lot better in this area. And this is coming from myself as a consumer, but there are some companies that do a fantastic job, right? But I think this would have been an amazing opportunity for the coach to drop in and say, let's talk about what's going on and let's talk about how we can interrupt this vicious cycle. Because really it's incumbent upon us coaches to not do further harm, right? That's not the goal. The goal is not to push someone when they're not able and they're not ready and they're not like in a space to do that. That is where we need to honor our scope as coaches and the boundary between where therapy starts, right? Because therapy is working with individuals who are not well. Therapy and counseling is for people who are undergoing some kind of mental distress, right? Of course, it's good to have maintenance therapy, right? Like, so just having therapy as a maintenance tool, but a lot of times what they are trained for and what they are like specialized in is helping people who are not fully well mentally. So as a coach, it's not our domain. Our domain is not to be therapeutic and to bring people who are unwell into a state of wellness. That is not our job. Our job is to coach people who are generally well and encourage them to push the envelope a little bit and grow and challenge themselves and do things that maybe they wouldn't have thought of, or maybe open their perspective of something or bring them back to their why, or there's so many things we, we do as coaches. And working with someone 
who is unable to fully invest and and carry out the material even though they really want to that is a a place where we need to pause okay so this person was not able to really engage in the program which made her feel like shit and the coach like knew that right she knew that and i'm not shaming that coach also because we need to make our money and we can't be babysitting our clients either, right? So I'm also not saying like you need to be up and up on the client's condition every single day and making sure, you know, it's not that, right? This is a tricky scenario, but I just wanted to talk about it today to like bring light to this and have this conversation because it is, it is tricky. It is hard. And that's why part of the title is be willing to get uncomfortable because this stuff is not comfortable, but this is where real brand loyalty and customer service can really shine, right? When we do this and when we, when we differentiate ourselves uh, in this way. So this person wasn't able to invest in, and really engage as much in the program. And then the coach knew that. And then after said, okay, why don't I offer to put you in another program that I'm running, you know, free of charge? And this wasn't the right solution either, okay? And I'm just talking about this, again, anonymously because we can learn from things like this and we all stand to learn, right? So when someone is unwell, the solution is not to offer them another program. We can still offer it. We can say it. But some people, if they are not in a state of full power and wellness, they might slip into scarcity mode more easily. They might slip into feelings of obligation, feelings of codependency, feelings of, oh, you know, she's doing me a solid, so I better, I better take advantage when that's not necessarily what they need. And so this person took the offer graciously and, and gratefully but again, was not able to really engage with it because she was still in this, in this depressive episode. And again, it can make you feel like shit when you're not able to really give the program your all and your engagement. It can contribute and make you feel even worse. So we need to be mindful of this as business owners, right? Like, Let's hit the pause button. Let's talk to our people and let's come up with other potentially creative solutions. And of course, there might not be a solution, right? There might not be a solution and that can be really hard too. Again, we have to use our discernment about putting the client and their well-being as an important, you know, a highly important factor and then also our well-being. So I'm not saying to be martyrs and sacrifice our well-being, but it is incumbent on us to really pay attention to how our customers are feeling as they're working with us. I think that's so important and so undervalued, right? Thinking about feeling states. That is such an important thing and that's why women and people who are sensitive and pay attention to emotions and feelings and are more emotionally intelligent are incredible leaders and incredible business owners, right? So one creative solution that I thought of in this scenario, if I was the coach, 
could be to offer a company credit, right? So like they've already paid and maybe it's not right to like offer a refund per se. I mean, you could, you definitely could. If someone is unwell, it is absolutely a possibility to refund them and say, look, you know, I am more than here for you when you're ready. But another option is to issue a company credit, right? So that they have already invested. And so as soon as they feel ready and able, they will come back and they will engage in the program or some kind of offering with more intentionality and more capacity to do so and more wellness to do so. And then that will result in better results for them, more feelings of happiness and joy for them if they're able to actually create results for themselves, right? And I think that would be an incredible solution, if possible, to honor both parties' needs, right? So you still get paid and they have time to process what they're processing. And this can happen at any time to anyone, right? So people go through periods of time that are really hard sometimes, whether it's a loss, whether it's, you know, political distress in their area. You know, it's there's so many reasons why someone just might not be capable of engaging in our programs or our offerings in a moment. And I think by putting ourselves in an uncomfortable situation and just listening and being willing to adapt, I think that's incredible and incredibly like different. It just goes to show that you care about them and you you see where they're at and you're meeting them where you're at, where they're at. That's incredible, right? I love it when businesses like check in with me and say, hey, I haven't actually seen you in a while or I haven't heard from you. Are you okay? Like, what's going on for you? And then lo and behold, usually it's like, yeah, you know what? I've been going through a shit period in my life, but I'm so glad you checked in because that brings me back and reminds me that, yeah, actually, now I'm feeling better, though, and I'm feeling more able or the opposite, right? Or no, I'm currently in the shit. And then that person can say, okay, I'll check back in with you in a month and let's check back in and see how you're doing. I love that. From the consumer perspective, I would also love to know, right, if I'm hitting the mark here or if you're like, no, this doesn't make sense to me or as a peer, right? I want to hear your your perspective. For me, this is where I'm at. This is what I feel. I, I'm a relationship builder. That is like the top four out of my top five Clifton strengths are relationship building strengths. And it's what fuels me and what grows this country mission is the community and is the people within it. So if I'm not doing right by them, that is a big problem for me. And so I am inviting you and I'll remind you at the end too. I'm inviting you. If you are a client of Cunty Coaching and you have feedback for me about how I'm running the thing or if there's an offering that you didn't love or whatever it is, right? Whatever it is, I want to talk to you. I would love to grab a virtual coffee, chat, right? I would love to even just see how you're doing if I haven't heard from you in a while or if you want to know what else is possible to work together. All of these things are incredible reasons to book yourself a call with me and let's chat. I would love to do that with you. So there's going to be a link in the show notes for you to go ahead and do that. I would love it so much if we could hop on a call together. And if you don't, I will come to you soon enough anyway, because this is a reminder for me too, that I am so excited 
to keep talking to my people more and get over any fear of discomfort because there's going to be discomfort. It's an uncomfortable feeling because we, again, we are opening ourselves up to stress or, you know, especially if we're an empath, if someone's going through a hard time, that can be really hard, right? It's really hard to see our people going through a tough time and not want to feel like we have the solution, right? We don't always have the solution. Or it can open us up to rejection, right? If someone says, you know, I really can't right now. It's not easy, but it's incredible if we can do that more. Another case study, I hear entrepreneurs saying this all the time, that they really want to send out an email. They really want to talk to their people and invite them to continue working with them. But they choke. They stop. They don't hit send. In this person's case, the email was drafted, right, to invite their current clients to continue working with them because their current package was coming to an end. And they weren't able to hit the send button because it was that fear, right, that fear of, man, I love my clients. And what if they say no? What if they don't continue on? right? It felt like it was terrifying. It was terrifying to hit the send button because then you open the door to rejection. We all go through this, right? We all go through this. Like I said, rejection is for all of us. Like we all have to feel it sometimes and it's going to happen, right? So hiding from it is not the solution because it has to happen in order for you to get your business growing, in order for you to move on and grow, you have to be willing to get rejected, which makes entrepreneurship hard and lonely sometimes, right? I'm not, I'm not refuting that. But what I coached her on was to get back into the client's perspective. So whenever we're in doubt, coming back to our why and coming back to our client's perspectives, right? So I said, what's it costing them if you don't hit that send button. And she said, well, they're going to feel kind of unsure. They're not going to have clarity. They're going to be kind of wondering what's next. They're going to be anxious maybe because they like to, my clients like to know what's happening. They, they like to plan ahead. So by me not sending it, that is costing them that peace of mind and that clarity and that communication and that ability to plan. Okay, so bam, right there, right? We're already getting ourselves into the client's mind again. And then I said, okay, so what do they stand to gain by you sending that email? And of course, it's exactly the opposite of what we just said. So it was, you know, they they stand to gain more clarity. They stand to feel less anxious, more at ease. But also I said, but let's go further right? So like, let's go deeper into this. If you hit that send button, what does that mean for them? And she said, well, it's an opportunity for them to continue to improve their, in this case, she's in health. It's an opportunity for them to continue working on their health with a coach, with a guide. And I'm like, yeah, isn't that a huge deal? Don't they need that opportunity? We cannot get in the way of that. Our job is not to get in the way of that. It's to open that pathway to them having the transformation and us providing it to them. 
that was a big aha moment. It was like, oh yeah, this is my whole why. It is incumbent upon me to, to offer to continue working with me because that's why I'm doing this. I want people to improve their health. So I need to offer that to them. I can't just wait for them to ask. I have to let them know what the options are and what's possible for them and what's available to them, right? People love to be invited to things. And we need to remember that sometimes because a lot of people, I've heard it so many times where it's like, oh, I'm scared to feel salesy. And we need to shift and reframe that into people like to feel invited to things. It's a human nature. It's a human response. We love getting invitations. And that's what it is. It's an invitation for them to experience a transformation with us. And so we need to remember that. So that brought her back into her why. And that was so powerful, right? When we can bring ourselves back into that, it really can help us remember what we're doing and gather up the courage, right? The C in Kunti is courage to just hit that send button. And then I said, don't worry about what happens yet if they say no. Don't go there yet. It's one step at a time, right? Because that's another reason. Of course, if our mind is thinking about worst case scenarios, of course we're gonna be terrified to do the thing. It's stressful. So we just focus on the step in front. And then if the rejections come, then we work from there with that data and we get creative and whatnot. So this one felt really good because she gained that courage within herself. She reminded herself of what her why was. And she clearly loves her clients because that's why she was so terrified. She's like, I am terrified of the clients I love so much not continuing on. And I understand that. Again, I'm a relationship builder. I love my clients so much too. And of course we want them to continue on, right? But we have to give them the agency to do so. We have to give them the invitation. We have to put the ball in their court and provide the invitation and the offer. So she got back to me after that session and she said that she sent the email. So I'm super pumped for her and also for her clients because they now have an invitation to continue the amazing work that they do together. Yay, right? And then we'll go from there and see uh, what happens next. But she did the damn thing. So yay. The next little case study is a company that I love had, I guess, identified me as a match to their ICA and invited me onto a call. And on this call, they made me feel appreciated as a customer and also as a customer that has been engaged and loving the company. And so invited me onto a call and asked me for feedback on a product that they were developing. As the customer, this makes you feel appreciated and makes you feel like, wow, they're listening to me. They're talking to me. They're asking me for feedback on something they are creating, right? They are putting themselves, again, in the vulnerable, uncomfortable situation of showing me something and being like, look, here's what we're thinking. And this is a new creation, something we're excited about. And we're opening up basically to your judgment and to your feedback. And that's, that can be a really uncomfortable position to be in too, right? It's like, 
Well, I could have said like, oh no, this is not going to hit the mark. This is not what people need. I don't think this is it because I'm cunty, right? I'm going to tell the truth. But no, I loved it. But that's not the point. The point is that willingness to actually talk to and listen to your customers and be willing to get uncomfortable, be willing to face rejection and do it anyway. The last case study I want to share is myself. So before I decided on running the retreat, the Cunti retreat in Portugal, happening in June 2024, get your tickets. Before I decided on running the retreat, I had already been to a couple events that year, which I love going to in-person events. So if you're going to be at an in-person event, invite me because I would love to go. So I had heard a lot of people just by talking to people, right? Where are you from? Oh, I live in Portugal now. Oh my God, I love Portugal. Or, oh my God, that is like next on my list to visit. I'm dying to come to Portugal, right? So just by listening to that, right? As I got that kind of like excitement from people, it is incumbent upon us as entrepreneurs to hear what people are excited about and hear what they want and to use that and to create something that they can get excited about. And that meets that excitement and that meets that need and that desire for them. So it wasn't right away, but it sat with me, right? Because I, I like to listen. I like to talk to people. I like to listen. I'm always looking for more opportunities to do that. So I had heard that kind of like excitement about Portugal. I am excited about Portugal. I love living in Portugal. It's been a fucking blast moving here from Canada. Part of the reason I moved here was this gut feeling that my business, I needed to host people here in some way. So bam, that really manifested itself so incredibly. So that filed into the back pocket of my brain. And then when the idea was birthed, I didn't even have the idea yet of running Kunti Retreat. Like that was not a thing that was created yet. But then when the idea of running Kunti Retreat was birthed, like I spoke about in the last two episodes, I went to my community. And actually I was on, I was in a mastermind call. My friend Maddie's tarot mastermind for entrepreneurs. Shout out to Maddie. I love you. And she helped me birth this idea that was like way in the back of my mind to run the retreat. And the first thing was gauging the excitement of the people on that call, right? So Maddie and the other amazing entrepreneurs that were on that call were like, fuck yeah, I would, I would love that offer. Like I would be so there in a heartbeat. That's a really exciting, enticing, juicy offer. So that was the first piece of like listening to the people that were potential clients, right? And then I took that idea even further and I posted in the Facebook group, right? The, the entrepreneurial Facebook group that I'm in and said, can I get some market research about this idea that I'm having? So I created a type form, a survey form. And for the people that had agreed to filling it out, I sent it to them and they filled it out. And that was incredibly helpful, right? Because I have never run a retreat. So it's my first time and I want to hit the mark, right? Of course, we want to provide what people are going to love. So by doing that market research, I asked questions that would give me more clarity on what people wanted. 
And then at the very end of that survey, I said, okay, great. Thank you so much. If you are interested and excited about a retreat, drop your email. And it's happened before, y'all, where I did that and nobody dropped their email because they weren't interested, right? I was opening myself up to be rejected and to say like, okay, yeah, I did the market research, but like I'm actually, this isn't like something I'm into right now or interested in hearing more about. Thankfully for me and for my clients, people were interested and they dropped their email because then that told me like, okay, I have something here that people are excited about. Let me continue going on this. But I had to first be willing to get uncomfortable and to be vulnerable and to put myself out there and say, all right, I'm doing a scary thing. I'm doing a thing. Do you want it? Do you not? Is this like going to flop or is it going to fly? And that can be really scary, but it is absolutely necessary, a hundred thousand percent necessary to be successful is to open ourselves up to rejection. And that helps us learn. If I had not done that, and if I had just created something just out of my own brain, it wouldn't have necessarily hit the mark with people. And then I wouldn't really know why I would feel maybe dejected or like, you know, bummed, whatever it is, right? So talking to your people and putting yourself out there in that position to be uncomfortable and get yourself in front of people and, you know, be willing to look like a fool, right? That can give us so much information, so much data. And also, like I said, with my client was like, what do people stand to gain? Bring yourself back to that. If nothing else, what do they stand to gain by you doing this? In my case, they stood to gain the creation of an incredible, incredible retreat offering that I'm creating now. And it's meeting what they asked for on the market research for, right? Obviously not everything, but as much as I can, I'm trying to meet what they desire. So super, super important. It was invaluable, right? It was invaluable. And now I can deliver what most people wanted. And that's so exciting to me. So just to finish off, like, yes, there is room for rejection when we talk to our customers. But we need to, need to get out of our own damn offices sometimes and get out of our own heads for a minute or maybe multiple minutes and think about what people are missing out on by us not talking to them. Because people aren't thinking about us, y'all. Like maybe fleeting moments they're thinking about, but like for the most part, they're thinking about their own thing. They're not there thinking about like, oh, I wonder what this coach has like on offer right now. I better go ask them. Like that's not really a thing. We need to remind people about what's what's available to them, right? We totally forget what's available to us sometimes. We get in our own zone and we're just focused on that. Especially entrepreneurs, right? We get into like our our zone and our work. We go head down sometimes. We're not thinking about what's out there and what's available. So what are they missing out on on by us not talking to them? And then what can they stand to gain by us talking to them, right? There is nothing that will put a fire under our ass more than these two questions. So go out there, make an offer, ask for support and feedback, invite your people to continue working with you, 
right? Stay in this mode of being open to rejection and to being a fool. Um, It is incredibly, incredibly cunty to do this. Courageous, unapologetic. You're not apologizing for the space that you're taking up. I know a lot of times people are feeling like that apologetic feeling of like, oh, I don't want to bother them though. Like, I don't want to I don't want to make them uncomfortable. I don't want to pitch my services. It's weird, right? No. Stop apologizing for yourself. Get out there. Make the offer. If they say no, they say no. It's fine. It's totally fine. You're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Easier said than done, right? I even get hung up by this. We all get hung up by this, right? So I want to also name that. Even a cunty coach gets hung up by shit. A lot of times. (laughs) So there you have it. I hope this episode has been fiery and exciting and like lighting a fire under your ass and reminding you to get the fuck out there and put yourself in front of your customers and talk to them and ask them hard questions. Invite them to be honest with you and check in on them, see how they're doing and get creative, come up with creative solutions, but most of all, just be willing to put yourself out there and get uncomfortable. So once again, if you are a client of Kunti, or you wanna be, you have feedback for me, or you just wanna grab a virtual coffee, or whatever beverage you like, and chat, share ideas, get to know each other better, Or if you want to know what else we can do to really get you closer to your dreams and your goals and get your universe expanding for you, please, please click the link in the show notes to book that call. I would love it so much, even if it's it's just going to be like a half an hour call to just touch base and make the connection again, because there's nothing I love more than connecting with you and just being like friends, you know, and getting to know what's going on for you in your life and making sure that I'm honoring that and also inviting you into the world of Kunti even more and seeing how we can work together to make your wildest dreams come true. I would love it so much. And again, if you don't, I'm coming for you anyway, right? So like, like soon enough I'm gonna come knocking on your door and say hey let's chat let's meet up like how are you doing so you might as well just book it right (laughs) I love you so much I I'm so grateful for you being here listening and that's the thing too right I can't see who is listening so by you booking that call it shows me like that you're here and this is hitting right this is resonating for you you're enjoying the podcast I would love to hear from you. So, ta-ta for now. I'm so grateful to have you here and I can't wait to talk to you again next week for episode fucking 15. Yay! Take care and happy December. Thank you so much for listening to Kunti Life & Biz Realness today. Someone in your circle needs to hear this. Can you share it and leave a review on Apple Podcast so this cunty movement can grow? And don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Naomi underscore authentically. I appreciate you so much and cannot wait to connect with you. You can always head over to cuntycoaching.com to work with me, join my events, 
my cunty email chronicles, and more. I hope you have a fulfilling week and I can't wait to talk to you next week. This is your cunty coach, Naomi, signing off. Babe, do you ever feel like you need a mood boost throughout your day? Like you could use some extra cunty coach Naomi inspo and energy in your ear? I have just the thing. I've recorded five cunty affirmations tracks that you can access now on demand. In the morning while getting dressed, courageous track. In the shower, unapologetic track. After lunch before getting back to your desk, notable track. These are just examples. I cannot wait to keep seeing you shine bright in this world. They're accessible through Apple Podcasts. Grab them now at the link in the show notes. And in grabbing these Cunty Affirmations tracks, you'll be added to the feed to get future exclusive content. How cool is that? Let's get Cunty! Enjoy! Enjoy!